If ever there was a man who could call himself the elect of the elect, it was Judas. He was not only Jewish, he was in all probability from the tribe of Judah. Certainly his name just means Judah. It is Judah. He is Judah. That's what, that's what Judas means. And that refers not simply to the southern kingdom of Israel, but also to the royal tribe from which Christ himself was descended. Judas was Jesus' own kith and kin in a very deep sense. This alone would make him the elect of the elect. Yet Judas's privileges go even deeper. The scriptures constantly present him as a close friend of Christ's. See Psalm 41, Psalm 55 and John 13. He had not only seen the mighty works of Christ, he had also performed them as well. He had done incredible things in Jesus' name. See Luke chapter 9, for instance. And of course, he was one of the twelve. And more than this, he was chosen as treasurer of the group. John chapter 12, verse 6. In that sense, he was the elect of the elect of the elect of the elect. And yet here is what this chosen one does to Christ. Luke chapter 22 from verse 47. While Jesus was still speaking, a crowd came up and the man who was called Judah, that is Judas, one of the twelve was leading them. He approached Jesus to kiss him. But Jesus asked him, Judas, are you betraying the Son of Man with a kiss? Just hours earlier, Jesus had bent down and washed Judas's feet and then fed him with bread and wine, signs of his own body and blood. Jesus had only ever done Judas good, yet now he is betrayed, and betrayed with a kiss. Biblically speaking, a kiss is not only a sign of intimacy and friendship, it's also an act of worship when it's directed to God. One of the key Greek words for worship, proskuneo, means literally to kiss towards. Therefore, think of Psalm 2, where the kings of the earth are commanded to worship the Lord and in the same breath to kiss the Son. Here is a literal kissing of the Son by a royal Judahite. Here in the betrayal of Jesus, it's, it's like this mock Psalm 2 worship. This should be the essence of worship as a Judahite kisses the Son of God, and yet it's high treason. But this is the Bible's picture of humanity. It was Judas, the elect of the elect, who betrays Jesus. And Judas betrays Jesus to the best of the best, the Jewish establishment. And they, with the help of the mightiest of the mighty, the Romans, they crucify the Lord of glory. What a travesty, the elect of the elect, the best of the best, the mightiest of the mighty, all conspiring to murder their God. You know, humanity does not stand with Jesus in his work of atonement. No one gives Jesus a helping hand when he saves the world. Simon the Rock fails. He deserts him. He denies him. Judah himself betrays Jesus and the children of Abraham sentence him to death. The best that humanity has to offer is not an aid to Jesus. We only cause his death. And the more we lay claim to strength, wisdom and righteousness, the more complicit we seem to be in his murder. It wasn't the worst of humanity that slew the Son of God. It was the best. This scene shows the truth so starkly. From the outside, we see a respectable religious man of good breeding, kissing Jesus, worshipping the Lord. In fact, it's the very betrayal of God. When it comes to salvation, humanity only stands in the way of the Lord. Nothing within us contributes to our salvation at all. Jesus does everything.